Either way, start it up. We're going. We are we're, sorry. We're, we're rocking. Welcome to the post show. Less doom and gloom here, eh, guys? We are pretty doom and gloomy. You guys feel on the? Well, like we said, I think it's. We feel you are pretty doom and gloomy on the uh, main show. I'm just being brutally honest. I don't I, mind your honesty. I'm I, just joking. Listen, though. I think it's difficult not to discuss this thing, and like we just discussed off air, Kamar was mentioning that it seems like you almost do a disservice by just continuing on like it's status quo and not mentioning it which i kind of agree with but what we do is we talk about what they talked about so like if joe talks covid all week well i got some bad news for you we're talking a, a whole lot of covid well simon will find some aliens and some bigfoot in there yeah yeah for sure that's uh, not hard as always with the uh post joe pr- tradition we announce our new patreons this week we have tyler harrington coming out of brian red band thank you tyler thank you tyler we appreciate your donation in this time of uh need love and covid when everyone's just isolating <laughs> uh i think that my favorite episode was actually andy stump even though i rated lower than the i mean the the trussel one was just you needed comfort food something you know what i mean Two guys talking. Yeah, I just, I fucking Duncan, man. The guy is a, he's a national treasure. But even then, how did you like, I mean, I just, I didn't think this was a good week, period. Wasn't a great week. Maybe it's also the mood in the world that just brought it all down. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if, you know, if he had come on with fucking uh, repeat uh, performance from Bob Lazar, Space Pimp, and thrown in like, uh, I don't know a Bigfoot guy. Uh, I guess we're it, not getting Joey Diaz either. We never even five. We never mentioned that. Well, Kamara and I talked about it. It's um, he thinks that there's a long lost episode that's going to come with a bunch of people. They did a group episode with Bert and Joey. Were there? He talked about it this week. Really? Yep. Oh, huh. So maybe it's getting released this week for Bert's uh, special. special. But why wouldn't they release it before Bert's or special? Or may- maybe they, they said a bunch of stuff they can't say. That's what I was thinking. They found out they went too doom and gloom on it or something. Very odd. Maybe Joey and Bert got in a fight. Can't see that happening. No. Can't see that happening. Unless it was over Ari. Can I see that don't happening. see that happening at all. I don't really see it happening, but possible. A little bit off the beaten path. We had a Patreon write in and ask. Um, Did you give the Patreon shout outs? Gavin Workman, I gave. Sorry. Uh, TJ, what up, Harrington? I, okay, sorry. We had some technical issues. This is kind of the second post-show. But post-show. Uh, Gavin Workman messaged me and asked me my favorite childhood memory or teenage memory. And I was going to say my favorite childhood memory is going to camp every year. Oh, you went every summer? Every summer till I got arrested for arson. And then they kicked me out Jesus. of camp. I went to camp every summer as well. No arson. I only went to camp one year, but now that you bring it up, I went to Woodward Skateboard Camp. That's cool. And that was fucking insane. That was the best childhood memory? It I, might be, yeah, now that I think about it. Because that was just like, it was overwhelming. I went to a nature camp in the States, in Massachusetts. Say that again? Nature 
camp. No, no, no. The state? No, the, we Massachusetts. I just have some issues over Say there. it one more time. <laughs> Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay, well, he definitely fucked it up, but you can't say the word clearly. Massachusetts. 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 Now I can't say it. Massachusetts. No, no that's definitely not Massachusetts. It. Massachusetts. That's not how you say it. That's fucking how you say it. There's a chew in there, Massachusetts. There's no chew. Massachusetts. Yes. It's not like Saskatchewan. It's Massachusetts. That's how you say it. Massachusetts. Yes. That's what I said the whole fucking time. No, that's time. not how you were saying okay, it. Massachusetts. That's get how you're out of here. Man. You get out of here. No, you get out of here. And to Deshaun's but, girlfriend, yeah. this is what fucking Simon deserves, okay? Deshaun's girlfriend, we really appreciate you looking get out the for fuck me, out of here. But just know, nothing Matt says affects me at all. Let me also bring that up. Like Simon, water on a on. duck's back. I got to bring that up. I'm sure you guys maybe missed the one year. Simon's like a brother to me, and I treat him as such. Mm, that's so sweet, Matthew. The way we talk to each other is not like... Simon and I have been almost fisticuffs, and then literally he's just left and come back the next day as if nothing has happened. So I, You see, I don't ever remember that. You seem to think I was more angry than I was... Simon, one of the weed, one of the weed I think dispensary. I stormed out as like a joke. I don't even think it was. Uh... Well, everyone should know this too. Simon and I used to play a lot of video games. Simon bought UFC two, so that we could um, fight. Simon would come over. True story. A couple times a week, and we would just have you know an hour. We would just smoke weed. We'd have an hour worth of fights. We'd do random fighters, and then we'd switch the fighter to see if whatever. <laughs> Simon comes over one night and. <laughs> he was having a bad night to begin with. He just gets his dick punched in by me, literally and figuratively. And he stands up, walks over to the PlayStation, not even calmly, walks over to the PlayStation, ejects the disc, snaps it in two, and throws it in the corner. Hey, hold on. Whose yes. disc was it? My his. disc. All true. All true. That is so, <laughs> it's all true. I'm not going to take anything away from Matt's story. I would like to add something, though. Matt and I, like you said, played video games all the time. We would play this game all the time. We were very much the same. The same level of this game. I go away for a couple of days. I come back. All of a sudden, he is like head and shoulders above me. What would that lead you to believe, Kamar? He's been practicing a lot. Yeah, with your he's game. been fucking practicing a lot with my game while I'm not here. Which was not true. Yeah, again, listen to how he sticks by this bullshit. He says it's not true. It's not true. Fisticuffs. <laughs> I, I don't know the level you're at before. So I bought. I broke the game, snapped it in half. Nothing has ever ever felt better. Point being, best you, adult memory. Hold on. Snapping that fucking game in half. <laughs> better than the birth of my child. That made will, you the chief. I will just say this too. Um, the idea that like uh, that this is somehow put together. We're, we're friends. This is how we talk to each other. I don't fucking. I'm not gonna edit myself for. We're not like a, some put together boy band here. Where Simon, I have I'll no decide when someone's too mean. Yeah, there he goes. Kamar's the decider. <laughs> I, wa I wanted to say my favorite teenage story. Yeah, was when I got expelled from high school. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> it's so weird. But I'm trying to see if I can do the exercise. <laughs> I was uh, going to school, but I was going to classes. I was getting drunk, and um, I got called down to the principal's office, and Mr. Harvey sat me down and was like, Kamar, you've been disruptive at classes if you show up. I don't think you're getting anything out of school. What are we going to do with you? 
And I said, go fuck yourself, Mr. Harvey. And he went so red in the face. It was like, you are expelled. And I got out of his office, went downstairs, kicked all the window doors in the cafeteria in and took off and went and got stoned or whatever. The next day, the school was having a slave auction where they pick groups of students, normally popular kids who get auctioned off and then they got to carry your books the next day in school or be humiliated or wear weird outfits. And I entered with to these two other guys under the name Brett Hooper and went up on stage with no shirts on and a baklava and we raised the most money. So at the end of it, Mr. Harvey, all the teachers came up and thanked us. And so, so the joke was on them and I just slipped out the back door and was a legend ever after. <laughs> now, that's the last cool thing I've done in a long time. I've got to step it up. Mr. Harvey looked like uh, Mr. Witherby, right? Mr. From, Witherby! Yeah, like exact replica of Mr. Witherby from Archie Comics. Mm-hmm. Big, fat, bald glasses. So when did he leave? Because I had Mr. Dagenet. Oh, rest, God yeah, rest no. his soul. So Dagenet was the principal after Witherby? Uh, well, After Harvey, Wither- Witherby was the last principal I ever had. Because uh, Mr. Green was the vice principal for Mr. Harvey and for Mr. Dagenet. Mr. Dagenet was after me. Wasn't he murdered? Yeah, yeah he was. He, him and his wife were in, murdered. Uh, in Gat- in no, Quebec, it's a really yeah. fucking sad a story. That's after story. my time. It's a really sad story. That's why my dad, one of the reasons my dad sold our cottage up there. I have a funny high school story now that I think about it. I had Mr. Godwin for Screen Ed. <clears throat> Did you guys have Screen Ed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, once you got to choose, once you hit grade 10, you got to choose a few courses, remember? Because grade nine. Yeah, drama or screen ed. That was it. So I I remember I did drama in grade nine, and then I was like, I'll do screen ed because that interested me. And in the grade 10 screen ed, you had to write um, a storyboard for a product that you made up. And then the grade 11s had to shoot. They had to, grade 11s had to pick um, a storyboard and then shoot said storyboard. And I... Uh, so high one night came up with a bathtub that you could shit in called the turd and scrub dude that's amazing (laughs) you never took that farther hold on no oh wait I'm getting to it I get it back from Mr. Goodwin because I put it into him and like in the commercial this guy (laughs) shitting in his tub he writes in bold letters at the top F worst thing I've ever seen and then I found out, I found out uh, like six months later that everyone in the grade 11 class wanted to make that one. They were all like, can we pick this one? Can we pick this one? And he wouldn't let any of them make it. And I, because uh, I found out later on, because someone was like, you're Matt Floyd. And I was like, yeah, they're like, turd and scrub, dude, we wanted to make your fucking commercial so bad. And I was like, I was like, oh, I failed. He gave me an F. He said it was the worst thing he's ever seen. And they were like, how is turd and scrub not a real thing? Well, because no one wants feces floating in their back. No, you would have a high-powered fucking suction. suction. See, it's you're right a with huge me. thing now, dude. Shitting in the water. There is nothing better than shitting in the water. <laughs> the world needs this. You've more never than done ever. an aqua dump. I've never taken a shit in the water. I have. Oh have my you? god, shitting in the water is like pure bliss. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. So I was onto something, obviously. You are on to something, Matt. I think I we need to no rebrand job it. I, I, hold on, I'll no. say this. Oh, the turn scrub stays. <laughs> I was going to say. I think my twenty, my thirty-eight-year-old, uh, thirty-seven-year-old brain can come up with something better than turd and scrub. But hmm, <laughs> maybe Simon's can't. Well, I no, I've always contended that I would have a great occupation as a person who just names things. 
Yeah, I said, dude, it's crazy you mentioned that. I said yesterday, I was like, I should have been someone that named boats or horses. Well, we should be the branding bros. Dude. There, I just did it again. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> well, with that, and what did we have? What did we figure out last week that you didn't edit? That I didn't out, edit out. But well, we everybody. could just go back and listen it was to fucking it. brilliant. Yeah. Well, oh, it was the weed co-op. Oh, the weed co-op, dude. Yeah, the weed between oh, the. I think you edited it out. Oh, dude, and I have a name for it. Between the shit on. and scrub no, no, wait, and the fucking the uh, best name ever, the grow up co-op. The grow up co-op. Edit that out. <laughs> just there's nothing in this and this whole this whole post show has been redacted i want to apologize i don't have any current events going on i've just been uh obsessed with the whole thing no one's bummed okay, out well, I, think, I, I got some stuff. hold on let me just say this i think the listeners you know what i got out of the listeners last week where they were happy that we put something out that we made an effort so no, i think the fact that we sat down actually is, one of our buddies said it was the best show we've done since uh last year the, the, the who the, said that uh, your your buddy Black, uh, the Black Floyd uh, originator, the Black Floyd originator Jesse. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Uh, no, but he was talking about the J R E E. I mean, usually on the post show, I have some off ball topics, but I don't have anything this week. I just want to apologize. It's, come on, you don't have to apologize. No one gives a shit. It's like if we missed a movie game. I don't think any of the fans, if there's fans, I don't think anyone would be like, "What the fuck." That is true. The only thing we know for sure is that 142 people listen to us. That's the only thing I know for sure. How do we know that? Oh, we just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to change the name this week. I saw Very that. Exciting. I was so excited. Very exciting stuff. Finally. Thank you, everyone who's followed. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on It is crazy Twitter. how um, easily we've accepted this whole social isolation thing, though. Like if somebody told you four months ago, pick a pick a time, that we were all going to be in our houses. Well, four months ago, I had surgery. I would have loved to have heard it. No, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, but like you, it would have been... See, during that whole time, I felt like shit because I was like, I'm not working. I'm useless. I'm not bringing anything in. Well, that would have been perfect. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. so, No, but I'm just saying even the whole idea I think of, we predicted it. I think we were talking about this months ago when we first heard about this. Well, what if it comes here? We'll be locked in our house and... Did we? I don't remember. Shit changes fast, man. <laughs> but uh, 142 people. That's Dude, that fantastic. event 201, though, is some really fucked up shit. And I highly suggest that everybody look into that on their own. Because I obviously didn't give it justice on the show. But what? it is really fucking freaky that they did this whole simulation event. And it's exactly what You happened. can watch on YouTube? Well, you can go and see what the uh, the parameters of the event were. I'll like, ask you to show me after. You uh, you go and they show you like. Um, I I guess you can read the transcript from the whole thing if you want to, but uh, it's you know it was a day long event or a weekend long event or something. What is interesting or near impossible is what will things be like a month from now? <laughs> will it just be everyone just here bemoaning being stuck inside? Listen, we're humans. We always adapt. People will. If we're stuck inside for two months, you're going to see some creative shit. That's for sure. I mean, it, think about just put it into perspective. There are still people on fucking cruise ships unable to dock. Like, yeah, you we were just talking about it earlier. Like we off. we're still watching Netflix We're we have plenty of fucking things to keep ourselves busy. It, it, the power's still on. It could be a lot fucking worse. Think about it this way too, Kamar. Let's say this week I buy some camera equipment and we're stuck inside for two months. 
There's nothing to stop you from writing a, a plethora of sketches and just coming <laughs> over and us fucking fucking around as long shooting as them, you stay editing healthy, them, whatever. Yeah, like nothing, you know. We're good to go, If man. we get the equipment, yeah, that'd be amazing. We can just figure shit out to stay busy. And like you said, like I can, you know, once we have some idea of what the fuck is going on, I'll empty that shit out. I'll, you know what I mean? If the government didn't do something, though, people would be fucking around right now. Just saying. Yes, you had. they had to. They had to. And I don't, frankly, it's like we're a week behind, you know? They they keep having the right idea a week late. The problem, you know Like, I'm real- surprised <clears throat> they haven't told all the businesses to shut. Like, I know most of them have on their own, but they're, that's still not, like, a thing here. Yeah, well, well the, like, stores where you buy spoon, like, all bars are closed. Well, bars, but if you want to go, like, and buy a fucking, I don't know. Canadian Tire. If you want to go buy a fucking hammer, they're open. You know. Well, I suppose, but like, don't you think that's an essential service? Canadian Tire, not really. No tools, whatever. I don't know. That's a but tough whatever. argument. Like I was driving down Bank Street the other day. There's today not so much, but yesterday there were things open. Mm-hmm. Well, certain take- businesses, like you have a choice if you have staff who want to work or whatever. You know what I mean. Well, Kamar, I saw some people on Reddit that were in some pretty shitty scenarios. Like this one guy posted a photo. He was in the middle of getting his kitchen renovated. So like he has nothing and they his his state government shut down all non-essential business. So the contractor legally couldn't even show up to finish. Dude, I was so ju- that guy no no, just to finish. Like that guy had like a basin, basically, and then a table. You know what I mean? So like that's really worst case scenario i mean not the worst i get it there's people that have it worse i was I'm talking just saying, like, to some real estate buddies last night texting with them and i was just asking like what's going on with that whole thing and they were saying you know people are like they made a deal to move but they can't get movers to come and move them so they're in they have people moving into their house they have to be gone and they yeah. have no way to be gone like it's all fucked up you know the the domino effect Kind of like we were saying of it's all, it's all fine and dandy to be cooped up for a month. It sucks. It sucks balls. I get it, but we'll all get through it. But does the, how does the economy get through it? Because even Joe was saying, I don't know if it was Stumpf or Duncan, but the average American has a $400 buffer Stumpf, yeah. between from paycheck to paycheck of what they could possibly like that's gone that's long mm-hmm. gone already mm-hmm. you've been off work for a week that's done they're giving you know? everyone between a thousand and two thousand dollars that's what they say here too you know what i mean they're like oh we're gonna give you this we're gonna give you that when like how long until they start giving that shit out? it could be well, no, weeks it could be a month here in canada it's in April. fucking canada they still haven't fixed their shit to pay the government workers oh, through phoenix, the fucking phoenix system that. oh, yeah that's yeah like this is this is fucking bonkers they couldn't even they're still fixing the fucking lrt there's no way anyone is prepared to manage any of this not that they need any, the fucking lrt right well no now. but let's say this i actually we should say that in general for any listeners outside of canada or outside of Ottawa for that matter, but definitely outside of Canada, you have to look into the Canadian Phoenix pay system because our government fucked up so large. It's unfathomable. Government how- workers were unable to get, or some were unable to get paid for still. Oh, no, it's still. Or no, some no, got listen, paid more. So Simon, there's some people that were like, uh, just like, uh, not casuals, maybe casual, but like low end employees who got paid like $200,000 
And, but the problem is they then get taxed at a higher level. So they're at this higher tax bracket, but they have to give all that money back, but they're still owed in the taxes. So like, and the government paid billions for this Phoenix pay but, system. But how so. does the government, like I heard some horror stories about that where they were just like, yeah, sorry, too bad. You're not getting your paycheck. Like, how do you do that? You know but what how I do mean? You, how do you, what's even crazier is how do you have you're an employee? How do you have an employee? Yeah, you're the government. You have an employee that's showing up every day. That's a 20-year employee. And you expect them to just not get paid for a year, six months. Like, get fucked. Anyways. And then what you really need to look. It seems trivial at this point. And then what you really need to look into, the piece de resistance, is you need to look into the Ottawa LRT. We, 20 years too late, decided to implement a light rail system in Ottawa. And it's nothing short of the monorail from The Simpsons. It is like the monorail, the monorail from, from The, the Simpsons. Simpsons. 100%. I never put that together. Has somebody done that A million that people. That, those, have, okay, since we started the thing, that's been it the is meme. Fu- it's fucking... Do you remember that episode? The monorail? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Mono, mono meaning one. Rail meaning rail. He should have won an Oscar for that. Because yeah. that's pretty much what this fucking thing is, man. A boondoggle. Oh, the sinkhole, the amount of money, the fact that it doesn't work. I mean, it is a fucking shit storm. And now no one can use it. Yeah. And now nobody uses it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, not that it wasn't running anyway. All winter it was down. No, yeah. But I mean, now it's definitely not running. Learn how to make bread and garden, boys. Yeah. I will say this, though. Like a night like last night where it's minus 15 Celsius, I'm like, I don't give a fuck that I'm cooped up here. This feels great. I have a. As um, long as the power's on. I have a Touché. wood burning fireplace at my house. My. Um, furnace has been acting up for the latter part of the. Uh, winter winter and i just haven't been in a position to want to drop eight grand on a furnace or however much that costs so you change the filter enough i do yeah no no this is it's just it's working sometimes and then it's not it's just something has gone wrong i've had the guy in whoa i've had the guy in a couple of times and he said if i have to come in again it should be to replace your furnace not probably more than 10 years old or so oh it is anyways um why the fuck was I telling you this? Oh, so before the apocalypse started, as I was preparing, I decided to go buy a pallet of firewood. So we have a bunch of firewood and we have been using the, um, the fireplace and it was just coincidental because Joe was saying, you know, so few people have a fireplace. So, I mean, you don't smoke weed in your house, do you? No. Oh. In my but back little shed. I had to change the filter on our furnace the other day, coincidentally. Oh, I have three dogs though, Matt. So no, I know, but the wheat, like, dude, the 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 filter is the, a a shade of yellow that is tough oh, to really? describe. Yeah, you should see how much hair is on oh, my I, filter. That too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even the other day, I cleaned the monitor, the Mac, because I when I edit the podcast, I'm smoking dope, and when I'm editing photos, I'm smoking dope. I clean the monitor, and like one wipe with some Windex and the thing, it the yellow that came, it was like resin. It was like you clean the bong fucking disgusting you want to risk it no i don't want to risk it simon thank you though. i feel like a bit of the world shock it. is we've never had a story continue to be the top of the headlines that's not true 9-11 was all we Always. talked about for a year yeah. that was the last time yeah and then after that it became a crazy news i mean cycle. it should have been epstein it should have been the capture of epstein and the subsequent uh murder suicide of epstein this is what i'm saying at the end of the day 
But if you think about it, 9-11, I mean, the war started months after, and then it was all that was covered for five years, yeah. six years. Ten years. Ten years, yeah, arguably. No, that 9-11 started a domino. Ch- Actually, hold on. The first uh, Gulf War was before 9-11, was it not? Yeah, in the mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't dominate. And also, then then Clinton but then Clinton got impeached, and that was, oh, the you know Monica what I mean? the Monica Lewinsky so, thing, that yeah. was big news, too. There's also the, um, what I... I've referenced before and, and I'm weighing everything against is the tsunami 2006. Yeah, you keep, yeah. So, but the difference, like I said, the difference there was that once something, okay, so let's say something bad happens, a, a catastrophe, you can then go out and start rebuilding right away. Whereas right now we're in a, in an uncertain state. Now, let me really quick. We got to talk about this. Tony and Khabib. Not going to happen. They're going to fight on a boat. So you actually think they're going to fight on a boat? Yep. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to be the biggest pay-per-view ever, and they're going to fight on a boat. So here's what I think is actually going to happen. I think it's going to be a weird one. I think they're going to have to do one of two things. They're either going to have to do a discounted $20 pay-per-view where there's one single fight at the apex. So what they do is they would have literally a cut man, a doctor, both fighters, probably no Bruce Buffer, you have a ref, you might have Joe, you might have another announcer, and then that leaves room for two more people. And then a corner man for each. Right there, that's 10 people. That's the max you can have. So they do it at the apex with those 10 people, and they offer a $20 pay-per-view because it's one fight. What's the apex? That's the the billion-dollar UFC facility they built where they do Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series and where they did tough. So they have that indoor... And why can you only have 10 people? Because you can't have a gathering of more than 10 people? But the only reason to do it is to make money. But you know, if they go on a boat, they're now subject to maritime law and they can probably do whatever the fuck they want. They can probably have a whole crew and run a whole fight. But run that risk. But the boat, okay, you need a a level octagon to fight, first of all. So the boat has to be totally stable. No, no, no. It would be on like a cruise liner, let's say, which aren't being used right now. You know the cruise liners go up and down. Yeah, I know, but they have stabilizing things because you can't be going up and down while you're eating and shit like that. So... The boat, the middle of the boat never moves like that. You'd be fine. It'll never be done on a boat. Well, I'm just telling you, that would... I understand maritime law, If Dana wanted to circumvent kind of all the things that are holding him back on land, that's how he would go about it. I just think for them, the smart thing... Think about it. You're only paying two fighters. If you have a $20 pay-per-view, people are quarantined. 20 bucks is very affordable for the fight that everyone's been waiting, arguably, like five, six years for. Fight fans have been waiting. So even if they got a million pay-per-view buys, five million, whatever the number is, to break, like, dude, they'd make a great Well, yeah, because of- it's nothing for them to put the event on, which is probably where most of their money goes. So I'm saying they don't have to rent shit. The overhead is almost zero. You pay two fighters, a cut man, and a doctor. That's fucking it. And Joe Rogan or whoever. I mean, theoretically, if you're only paying, you would have the same cut men... You could have more than the fight because you would just circle them in and only have 10 at a time. So here's you know the, what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's the weird. You could have the full fight even well, at you, the apex. But you'd have to you'd have to bring them in on like buses separately. Like there'd be no warm up at the apex because you can't have all those people well, in one building. Well, you just put up like a tent outside, a heated We'd have to have separate tents, facilities. maybe. Yeah. How hard would that be? I mean, you're about to charge 
twenty dollars to a couple of million people. Well, no, but then they, if they have all the fights, they can charge the full seven. Yeah, well, that too. Well, then you know what they should do is get all the athletes together and get them all sick and healed and have them play games with no audience. So I mean, those would probably the best guys to send into your whole head-on mass herd, healthy, ready to go. And then we have something to watch. I just think it's ridiculous to think like this fight is that important. But uh, unfortunately, people, this fight is that important. People need <laughs> something to do. People need something to watch. The problem is, it's this fight isn't that important. Of course, in the big scheme of things, it's that if it doesn't happen now, it's never going to happen. It's going to be lost to the because it's been delayed so many times. I understand well, that. So anything can happen at that point. You know, is there get a UFC? Hurt, get old. Was whatever. there a UFC this weekend? No, they no. had to cancel it they last had minute. To cancel. So oh, this they is the thing. they did. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So Tyron Woodley was like on his social media actively like, stop messaging me. I turn my social media off. Stop telling me I'm not going to London until my team tells me I'm not going to London. I have a ticket. I'm going to London. He's not going. And the next thing you know, he's like, so I'm not going to London. (laughs) And like Leon Edwards, who was in London waiting for the fight, they then were going to move it to the States and he, he canceled. He was like, I'm not... He's like, if I fly to the States, I might not be able to come back to my country. There's no certainty for me. He's like, and you guys don't pay us shit, so I'm just going to stay home. So they had to cancel it. You know what? It's best that they... Like, unless Dana's going to go to the utmost precautions at this point, meaning like we just said with like separate tents for separate fighters and shit like that, I don't think they should be... I'm telling you, man, you do a main event fight. What, a twenty dollar pay per view. That's just for that Khabib. I'm saying for if you, you can't no, no, run sure. these shitty. I get events, it. You can't. You know? But when you have something this high profile that has that people have been waiting for for arguably five years, but definitely it's been a year in the making. What if? Here's the only problem with that scenario. Okay, and I'm with you. I would love to see that. What if it's like a fucking thirty second fight? Doesn't matter. No one cares. Oh my god, people will care, Matt. Yeah. The, the stakes People are too will high. Absolutely care. No, but listen. The second, the second, the 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 ref says, "Are you ready? Are you ready? Fight!" If you've paid twenty bucks, you're at that point. You're like, I've waited for this so long that thirty seconds. You're like, I don't care. One of them did it in thirty seconds. Great. It will be insane if they do anything. The fight's canceled. Well, let me tell you this: Ali Abdulaziz, who is Khabib's manager, he manages most of the major fighters in the UFC. He was on his Instagram this week and he said a hundred percent it's going down. And then he said, it's most likely going down in Dubai or Morocco. But then I thought to myself, how is he going to get Tony Ferguson on a flight out of the, I mean, maybe if you have a private flight, you might be able to circumvent some of this stuff. He doesn't like to fly Tony. Well, no, if you can't get a flight out of the the country, what are you going to do? So it would have to be, I don't even think they're letting like, I think airspace is shut. Well, down. no, well, no, it's probably the FAA. But if you had a if you had a private flight where it was you and a pilot and two other guys and you were all social distancing, there's no reason that you can't run that flight. We also know you and I that they're running empty flights around the world anyway. So what the fuck difference does it make? I don't know, man. I just know that it's definitely not happening in it's New York. True. Let him just ride his own plane to. Uh... Let me just say this too: New York has the worst has the worst UFC record for. Shit decisions, shit referees, shit not going right. Why Dana booked it at Madison Square Garden in the first place? And wasn't it for years too that you weren't even allowed to have UFCs? Yeah, in New York New was York? one of the last like they were states. Pricks about they were one it. of the last states to fall. Why yeah. you fucking give them shit now? I also heard them talking about putting it on a native reserve. 
that was the other big talk this week about going to a California Native Reserve. A First Nations Reserve. Sorry, you mean? First Nations. Jesus, yeah. that would be so Did you learn nothing from uh, Deborah O'Hallahan? <laughs> that would be so irresponsible. Well, that's what they're talking about. No, but no crowd, Kamar. They were talking about just putting the fights on. No audience. They just need a place that will let but them do you it. You need crew to come in there and set stuff up. It's just. I'm just saying we don't need a crew. <laughs> you are grasping at straws, sir. I'm not. I'm telling you that. The... What do you mean you don't need a crew? How are you going to put on the fights without a crew? Hold on. He's acting like they have to set up Madison Square Garden. They need to oh, build no, an yeah. octagon. Yeah, That's yeah. all they need to well, build. They have to have the camera guys. He's just saying it's a lot of people. I'm just saying, again, skeleton crew, three cameramen that don't go near each other. They walk up. They set their cameras up. They build the octagon. That's it. Send your plan to Dana. He already, dude. I'm okay. He with, has said this is happening. 100%. I'm okay with Dana doing it in his own complex. I think it would be wrong for him to go on to some, you know. Listen, First Nations he's going to give that reserve a shit ton of money and try and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess either way, is that worth it at the risk of their people? April 18th is what a month away. So we are a month away from finding out how close or far this thing is. There you go. If we're still here. Okay. Gloom and doom over <laughs> here. Fuck. I think I, you just might not be in a position to watch the fight. I don't think. It's going to happen, but my fingers are crossed. Okay. Yeah. You it's don't think a, the fight's going to happen or the apocalypse? It's just a hopeful. Neither. Neither. Good to know. I think Wait. we're going to lose a lot of people. Well, that's not good. No, I'm aware. but Because we're making a big sacrifice to avoid losing a lot of people right now. What is the big sacrifice we're making? It's right staying now? in the house and watching the economy tank and all of the that economy. stuff. I mean, the, he, has, he has a point. Whatever the economy is. Okay, I, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Whatever the economy is, like. If it's just a bunch of made-up numbers, we can make up other numbers in two months, three you, months. You don't make up debt accumulated. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's all fine and dandy You're missing for my point, Simon. the bigger people. How, how? If we all just stop and say all debt for the next two months is null and void, then what debt who, is accumulated? Well, that, that'd be amazing who to say that. that. Oh, yeah. Fat fucking chance. <laughs> okay, you're forgetting that the banks are regulated by the government. The government can go to the banks and say, you're putting a freeze on everything. No one can pay you anything right now because no one's making anything. If that Tonight, went on the table, I, what I think is, I don't see that going on the table, but if that went on the table, I think that would put a lot of people's mind at ease. But I think I, the banks are just going to loan crazy money. I already see it happening in Canada where they said... Um, you'll be able to uh, freeze your mortgage until five months or whatever. And it should just be blanket across the board. If you have a mortgage with a major bank in Canada, it's an automatic five month freeze period. No, yeah. it's gotta be five months free. No, just, no, but hold on. But stop. just wait. That's not what it is. It's not you free. have to go and fill out and do this and do that. And they ask you for all sorts of documents that hold you on. may or may Guys. not have Guys. on hand. And if you don't have it, you don't get the thing, man. It's fucking bullshit. Guys, you're forgetting. There's no need for any of what you're talking about. The bank simply has to just say it's like you said, it's frozen for five months. What I'm saying is, Kamar, you don't get anything for free. Nothing. No. Is, but hold on. What I'm saying is nothing is for free. The way a mortgage works is you loan money to buy your house. So yeah. you've loaned 300 grand. You still have to pay that 300 grand off. It just means that for five months, you don't have to make a payment where yeah, they're going to take your house. deferring is and, the word. And five months from now, you're going to be five uh, times behind on your rent plus the next rent to come. I get it. But it's I'll, more for businesses that is really going to be like 
can't make it through. But I think what I'm saying is also legitimate. I hear you, Matt, and that's what they should do to absolutely put everybody's mind at ease. The government should step in and say, this is what's happening. That's not what they've done. They've said this. I just told you. I'm not going to repeat That's what's it. happening. Yes, you I can, realize that. If you want to try and get that five-month thing, go, go try. You know what, what I'm I mean? telling you, though, is, again, in my opinion, the government has the power tomorrow. I know, but they haven't s- done it. I get it. I'm just saying the government has the power tomorrow to say, hey, banks, guess what? You want to do any business in this country? You're freezing every single mortgage payment in this country for the next, we'll say two months just to play it safe. And then at two months, we review this. If we're in the same boat, then guess okay. what? You have another three months where you guys are, because again, the banks. So now tackle Kamar's uh, part of this because he's absolutely right. What happens five months down the road when you have five months worth of mortgage payments to make? And a new mortgage payment to make, and you haven't worked in. And it's supposed to be business as who usual. Who knows how long? No, but I'm not. There's no five months of mortgage built up. That's you're missing my point. Keep in mind, you don't get five. You do technically live in your house for five months, but you're forgetting. Oh, you'll just tack it on it's to five the end. On the end. By That's the what time I'm saying. Means. Okay, so sure. You, sure. It's That's the fair. idea that if you're going to live in your house That's for 30 different, years. That's different, though. That's different That's fair. Than, than deferring it because that's deferring it to the end of the mortgage. Sure, but you see what I'm saying where is- Where you'll just take less money. Yes, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Let's say your mortgage payment is $2,500 a month. I'm not saying that the bank says to you, you now don't owe us- uh, ten grand for your four months of mortgage. I'm saying the bank still says you that money's tacked on to the end. You still owe us whatever your outstanding mortgage was. But for these five months, we're not going to charge you interest on it. Absolutely, that's a hundred percent what they should have done. Why didn't they do that? Why are they doing it where they're just so then? So my wife goes to look at how you do that. And she's like, well, this is fucking ridiculous. You know These are the I same mean? people that implemented the Phoenix Pay. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's it. They don't want to do it for everyone because they know that tomorrow there'll be fucking anarchy if everyone's like, well, I don't have to pay rent for two months. But it really won't be because well, everyone's stuck at home anyway. It'd be anarchy if everyone tried to withdraw their money and they're but putting limits on withdrawals. What's going to happen? Okay, so those are people who have a mortgage. What's going to happen to the people who are paying rent? But that's okay? no. So that too, the government says if you're paying, if you are a landlord, you cannot take in any rent for the while you're not paying your mortgage. Right. I agree. In in theory, that all makes they haven't done that yet. So right now, everybody's just afraid. How am I going to pay my more? How am I going to pay this month rent when I have no income coming in? Because most people aren't working. But you just We just talked about the rent. I just said you don't have to pay rent. What was your point there? Would you tell him that they haven't said that yet? Well, I'm, no, I, I, We're going saying, under the guise of if they do this. No, no, I mean, no. But you, I'm saying they haven't. Right now, they should have done that already. How yeah. does someone paying rent tack that rent onto the end of their rent? You know, that's interesting, too. Okay, but again... You, this is different from stop. mortgage. Yeah, I get it. It's different. But if that person doesn't have to pay their mortgage for that five months, they're going to own that building anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't be double dipping. That's my point is that person owns that building regardless. They're not paying for that five months. So you you don't pay for yours. Yeah, yeah, listen, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. What I'm arguing is that they're just letting everybody worry at this point, And it's causing anxiety, obviously, to people like Kamar yeah. or whoever. And, and I think the five-month plan works out if in two months from now, we start going back to work and stuff. You but know what? If, but if eight months from now... I just thought of it. We, the people, the bank holds all of our money. If we all tomorrow just said collectively, I mean, I I know what the answer is. I'll answer it myself in a sec. If we all collectively tomorrow just said, if you guys don't want to freeze mortgages and rent, then we're just going to collectively take all of our money out at once. The only problem is then the bank goes, well, all of you have a mortgage with us. So we're 
That's right. We're we'll collecting just, on every mortgage you, simultaneously. But we're and trust me, most together. of your mortgages are a lot more than, than the you, savings yeah, you course. have to pull out. We just said that nobody even has a fucking pot to piss in. You I know? get it. But the point is the bank needs us as much well, more than we need them. Well, they need us because they need our mortgage. What happens if you have to foreclose on your mortgage? You know, they, that's, that's the, no good to them. But the other thing, too, is if they foreclose, let's say simultaneously, they have to foreclose they on a million mortgages. It doesn't do them any good because well, there's nobody to sell it to. That's my point. They, I know. They can't recoup a, anything. They need bodies in those houses. They're better off having people who are in a year from now going to pay their mortgage. That's than, what I'm saying. The oh, smart I'm, thing for I'm the banks, you. too, would be where everything's frozen. We need you guys. We need your money. We need you happy and fed. We are absolutely in agreement. And the government, both, all the governments at this point, I don't know why they would be leaving people in limbo. What Just about phone fucking, companies? Hold on. Can I really quickly say the weirdest cyclical logic here, too, is think about it like this. This is the problem with the world, too, is... I don't want to pay. I can't pay my mortgage over here, right? Or I'm having trouble paying my mortgage. But at the same time, I'm a heavy investor in the bank. So I want the bank making, I want their stocks to go up so I can continue making money during this recession. But they can't keep making money if they're giving free more. You know what I mean? Like it incentivizes people to want the banks to still be shitty if you're invested heavily in banks. Because you want to keep making money because you're like, it's a recession. I need to keep making money. If the bank keeps making money, I keep making money. I keep getting dividends. What about the phone companies? They're charging us for a network that I'm sure that is free to them. We built, hold on, Canadian taxpayers paid for the network to be built in Canada. They're deferring everything for 90 days. Yeah, but you're still, they're, they're the worst. Well, no, but yeah. finally we've gotten to the point where it's like, fuck, breaking news, Harvey Weinstein has... Uh, COVID-19. In prison? In prison. Actually, what, you just found that out? Yeah, that's what that notification was. Oh, weird. So I thought you were going to say committed suicide. There's some good news. Well, who knows? Who knows if someone gave it to him and there's this kind it's of It's not good news. If he dies tomorrow of COVID, that's not... You want him to rot in there for a couple of years. There it is. Well, hopefully it's painful that is if a he good dies. good point, Matt. Yeah, if, dude, if he made offs and just dies six months in, that's fucking fugazi. No one would... Great, you got to live the lavish life for all of eternity, and then you had one shitty year at the end. I, th- I think one of the th- the insecurities I get from is like we say, well, these people are making these decisions for us, and like it's the right decision. Then we go, well, but these are fucking politicians, and everything else they do to fuck up. Why are they doing this right? So, like I said, if in two months from now we start easing back into stuff, I think everything's fine. But if eight months from now. No one can pay anything. I don't know, man. Well, trust me. If we're having the same conversation eight months from now, well, it's a totally different conversation. It, tru- it truly is, yeah. Well, so, don't forget, that CDC, that CDC guy said that come October, November, if we haven't totally deaded this thing, it's going to ramp up 10 times worse. Well, so there's a good chance we're going to be talking about this. Eight, I hope we're not. I hope eight, eight months from now we're laughing at this. The going, goal, man, remember how close we were? The goal would be to have... A thousand times more ventilators than we have now to deal with it. That's, that's the way I look at it. But we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, I actually saw a thing on Reddit the other day. Some guy in Europe had um, 3D printed a bunch of ventilators. Functional. Small ones, too. So, like, you never know. Maybe that 3D printing shit ends up being the fucking savior. Imagine if a bunch of... Dudes in their basement just started printing life-saving fucking devices. Where the fuck is AI? (laughs) 
We need a fucking X factor. If we've ever needed an X factor, it's right now. Come on with that, Bose. How you gonna look like Josh Wolf? Oh, thanks. I wish I had his money. Does he have money? Yeah, I think he does pretty well. Yeah, I think I wish I had his money. <laughs> Josh Wolf. I, I don't know. I, I the vaccine thing. Like that was one thing Andy Stump said. He was like, on the conservative, a year and a half would be. How the fuck does amazing. Andy Stump know? Well, I said that too. He's I said, I mean, he probably read. He you don't have to read stuff. a lot to know that the FDA, you're not approving a put. They're not pushing through a drug quicker than a year and a half. That's best, best, best case. Okay, here's my question. Okay, mm-hmm. if they said we need volunteers, okay, to help humanity, mm-hmm. we need some human volunteers so we can do some fucking trials. Tons of people would volunteer. Maybe they should one go, of them. What they should do is go to anyone on death row who's exhausted all their appeals. I think they should go to them. No, but I'm telling you, it's not guaranteed death. You know what I mean? It's a, it's as much as a crapshoot as kind of anything else. There would be lots of people who would be willing to be that guy. Kamar would do it. I'd do it. Yeah, but think about what I he just, just said. He wants to help fucking society. But are we, are we saying that's... Um just cruel and unusual. No, we give them the choice. We go. To, I think they should go to everyone on death row that's exhausted all of their and appeals and say to them, "Listen, we you could really pay back humanity right now." And then you take them off death row if they do it. What the fuck does that matter? Sure. Well, because then maybe they don't want to die. I don't know. Sure. Listen, if that's what they want, if you say, "Listen, well, you're going to rot in here, but you will live. We're not going to put you." Sure. There you go, man. There you go. Perfect. But you never know. You might you might just find some dudes in there that would say, you know what, I'm ready to go anyway, so I'd rather do something good. There's, I, I have I have to imagine that there's someone on death row that feels a great deal of remorse for what they've done. And again, I, I think hope. that's only taking into consideration if you can't get people to volunteer, which I do believe you would be able to. Sure. I, I think there are people who feel helpless right now, and that would bring them like a sense of, I think we're looking at one. What yep. about pedophile priests? Why don't we just go and force them to get COVID? Sure. I think we're all on board with that. That Yeah, then we can do away with the <laughs> finally the church. Finally, the church can pay back. See? I think we found it. That's it. That's the true paying it forward, eh? Or maybe, you're, you know what? How about the church pays everyone's mortgage for a couple months? That's not bad. That's not bad. Preach to the choir. Jeff Bezos. No pun good. intended, Kamar. No pun intended. Be- yeah, Bezos. Bezos has got to feel like Dude, everyone's looking at him right now. Is he the eh? slimiest motherfucker of all time or what? Yep. That reminds me. I saw this article the other day that I saved that I really want to read. Um, but the article headline was, should billionaires be taxed out of existence? And I think the answer is a resounding Yes. Wouldn't that be incredible? But just think about it. We, I've said this before. You put a cap, and it's a high cap. You can have $999 million, which is far more, we, which we all know is far more than you would ever need to live a life. It's far more than your great-grandkids will ever need. Why not? Everything you make after that, back into the pot, pal. Because capitalism is a sick fuck. Yeah, but my point is, is so, let's take someone like Bezos. His company, he's not... He's not just going to stop running Amazon because he's hit his cap. 
Nor could he. It has shareholders. It has people all over the world relying on it. He just wouldn't get anything after that. It would all precisely nine hundred ninety nine million dollars is not enough for me to do my job. That's what I'm saying. Just no, I agree with you one hundred percent. But the whole thing capitalism is there's no cap. Like yeah, but that's because we create. We can change capitalism. Well, it's changed. There's no cap in capitalism. No. Oh. Oh, but there is, and there should be. Yeah. I just when I read when I read the headline, I thought. I've never heard it worded that way, but yes, we have the capability to tax billionaires out of existence, but we don't. And why? Because they run politics. Obviously, that's the answer, but it seems so fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. And uh, if you're saying, oh, you can't put a cap on it. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are like, this guy's a fucking socialist. I just said you can have... One dollar shy of a billion. You don't need more than that. And we don't Believe need me. humans on the planet who think you need more than $999 yeah. million dollars to be happy. And I'll tell you what we definitely don't need. We definitely don't need one human with $177 billion. Yeah, these fucking reptilian overlords. Think about if Jeff Bezos cut half his money. Do you know what that could do well, for poverty? No, no, but fine. If they took half her money and half his money... You know what that could do for poverty around the world? Well, it could beat the co- coronavirus. It would cover Probably. rent. It would cover rent in Canada for four months. <laughs> no, it's very interesting the developments. I hope we can bring more level t- levity in the future for these episodes. Maybe even do a m- more episode, another episode of the week. Just how's it going, everybody? If you guys are down with that, I don't know. Maybe I'll tell you what. Maybe if it's real doom and gloom this week. Uh, and there's not like a, a late Saturday episode. Maybe we'll throw in a lighter-hearted throwback, just to that's not on the Corona tip. You know what I mean? Like an old Joey Diaz. It doesn't have to be long either. Just twenty minutes of levity. Well, it'll be interesting to watch the show like before Corona, after Corona. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of people uh, driving in their cars wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. Simon's get like, you don't get how this thing works. I don't. I, I mean, I, or I'm missing something. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure that the car is like a giant mask, isn't it, to protect you from the outside? But I, I the one thing I understand the mask is is uh, harder to touch your face. That could be. Yeah, so that just, could be a good just point. Just a step in between. So, like Simon, even rubbing your nose, you might have accidentally touched a railing, uh-huh. and then you just inadvertently rub your nose. Uh-huh. I don't think it's you know, anything to do it. with the stuff coming in. That's a good point. That That's way. a good it's point. Just, you can't you can't touch your face right now. You know what I've learned. You know what I've learned more and more from doing this podcast is that often the things I think are so stupid, I just haven't thought of from another angle. Mm. Always, yeah, man. I still think it's pretty. That's stupid. why. Pers- <laughs> that's why perspective is. Simon so does not share my feelings. But I did. Um, I saw a guy today walking down the street, and he was wearing. You're gonna have to use your imagination here for a second, okay? He was wearing a pair of John Lennon sunglasses. Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah. Little round circle yes, frames, know, yeah. red lenses. Okay. These sunglasses had a third eye. One, two, three. Sick style. I just fucking died laughing, man. It In was, his it, face? <laughs> and, and everything about this guy that he was walking around wearing these retarded sunglasses that had a special, that um, special lens for your pineal gland. I was just like, but this just made my day, man. In in this terrible time of Corona, that you gotta made stay my stylish, day. man. You have to stay stylish. Oh, dude, there that you were the coolest guy in your Dungeons and Dragons clan. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> sure. you that. 
Are we done here? Can we be done here? This has been a long yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, the, the horse is dead. Yeah. And we have beat it. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much. We hope your week is going well. We hope your quarantine is going better. Thank and, you, uh, Patreons. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys are hanging in there. And uh, hopefully we'll all be back in the same room next week to do this again. Uh, stay strong. Keep your eyes open. 